Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Andrea. It's my podcast, so obviously it's me. Good news, I still know all the words to Gangster's Paradise. So we got that going for us, I guess. Today we're going to talk about money. Is anyone uncomfortable? Great. Fantastic. This is like the third episode and I just decided we should just jump right in. Recently I did a survey online and this was one of the most requested topics, which totally surprised me. But you or perhaps someone you know have asked for this, so here we go. So jumping right in, I wanted to share a little bit of my own journey through uh, financial hazards, if you will. Um, many years ago, uh, this I don't even remember what year it was, it was quite a long time ago, um, I actually was in a situation where at one point um, my car was repossessed and I was just swallowed in debt and at the end of the day, like I eventually worked through the point of having to, to file for bankruptcy and it was just so traumatic and I remember being at that point in my life and thinking just I will never recover from this it's so big it's I mean I couldn't sleep it was just eating away at me completely just all of the time Um, the stress and the weight of that and not knowing what to do was so crushing to me And I think because money is such a taboo subject, we just carry that burden completely alone. We don't invite people into that process. We are embarrassed. There was so much shame and guilt and embarrassment on my end, not wanting to tell people what was going on, just not sleeping, you know, for three years or so. And what I found is that really with anything, if you invite people into your process, you're going to find a lot more support, a lot more grace than really if you try to carry things alone. So I filed for bankruptcy. I worked through that. And I really now I'm at a point where I'm planning for retirement and I've got the 401k and I've got my car paid off and a great place to live that I can afford and just the little things I think we take for granted when um, we are just burdened by debt and so I'm not going to get into like the ins and outs of what debt is like good debt and bad debt and how to how to handle all of that I am not a financial planner I am not a financial expert I just know that having someone say, oh my gosh, I've been there, is so helpful. It just is like a pressure valve. It releases some of that when you know that you can approach people and say, hey, me too. It's thanks. Like, that's what did it for me. I just remember hearing someone share their story and say, hey, I filed for bankruptcy and now, you know, I've built my life back. So today we're going to talk about um, just working through some of this Um within the context of community and just changing our mindset with our money and um, how we're spending. I think one of the worst things 
that um, really hurts us in trying to get ahead and trying to get caught up with money is that we are afraid and we don't know what to do and we don't want to bring people into the process. We don't want to seek out counsel and we just ignore it and we hope that everything will just go away and I'll just keep doing these $10, $20 a month payments and it'll be fine and someday I'll get caught up and someday I'll get like, you know, that $10,000 check in the mail for no reason and really it's unrealistic and what made the big difference in my life um, coming out of that several years ago and then recently again in the past year is really saying, I am in control of my money. I am not going to be afraid of it. I refuse to be afraid of my money. And taking back control gave me the best sleep of my life. And I would just look at my budget until, I mean, I would, I would have palpable fear and I would start and I would say, okay, I'm just going to look at this and I'm going to, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to keep playing with it and I'm going to keep getting in there and keep creating this budget until I'm the one in control. And a budget really for me is just me controlling my money instead of my money controlling myself. And so a couple of things that I've learned really very practically, you know, um, saving money is not an option, is not optional. It is a requirement for me. I want to have that peace of mind that says, oh, by the way, I need four new tires for some reason. I can pay for that. Or, you know, we have emergencies that come up. And if you don't plan for that, you're planning to put yourself in a bind at some point. It's just life. Life is messy and crazy. And we need to be financially thinking for those things and planning ahead. And another really important thing that I learned in this past year is a budget is living and breathing. It is never static. Um, it is always changing. Um, we're never done with it. You don't make a budget and then just be done. Because especially if you have fluctuating income or again, life and crazy things happen or you go on vacation or whatever, it's always changing. And I'm not where I want to be eventually, but I'm not where I used to be. And so the big thing, if you're just starting a budget is rem just tell yourself one of my favorite mottos ever, um, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to start. Just start with what you have. Start with where you are. Do the best that you can today. And then look at it again tomorrow. And keep looking at it. And the mindset of just being in control of your money is everything. It is more important than how much money you make. It is more important than what kind of job you have. Your mindset about your money is invaluable. So whatever it takes for you, whether that means just writing sticky notes or looking at your dollars every day or whatever, like it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to start. And nothing, nothing I can buy feels as good as knowing that I have got things taken care of. Even when my friends are spending, even when they're going on vacation, and I, I choose not to do that, whatever, I feel great. And I think 
that one of the greatest issues that we have is money shame. And what we do is we don't talk about things, but visually and mentally, we compare ourselves to people around us. So I don't know how much my friend makes, but in my mind, they make more than me. They have this lavish lifestyle. They're doing all these things when really it could be that they just have different priorities. So comparison is one of the worst things that you can do. And the only person that you should compare yourself to is your previous self. And in that regard, I can look at myself today in 2019 and say, yo girl, you are crushing it. Because a year ago, I had debt that I don't have today. And I have positioned myself financially to be making really good progress, to think about things that we take for granted, about retirement, about, you know, not just paying my bills on time, paying a couple early, giving myself a cushion in my savings account. Those are kind of things that you just take for granted and until you have them. So one of the most important things I think um, in our talks and in our time with friends. First of all, I think like listen to this podcast, invite your friends, listen to it, but then like have these conversations. This past year, um, it was January of 2018. I woke up one, literally woke up on Saturday and said, I'm going to the bank to ask for help. And I, it was not anywhere on my radar. I just woke up one day and went. And A lot of us, a lot of people, I didn't know this, but your bank has a financial planner, financial advisor, or some kind of customer specialist that will sit and talk to you about your goals, about your plans. And that's become a routine for me. I go to my bank once a quarter and talk to Ashley, my banker, and she's like, hey, how's it going? How are your student loans? How is this going? I know this was your goal. How did that work out for you? Um, What kind of progress are you making? What are goals in the next three years that you want to set? And just having somebody outside the situation, I went to her and she was able to help me um, save a lot of money that I was paying in fees here and there. Um, And so once I did that, I started telling everybody, I was like, hey, I met with my banker. Oh my gosh, I'm paying off my debt. She saved me $500 and I made the conversation happen. I invited people into my process just with that conversation piece. And I made a decision to change my language. This is huge. Instead of saying I'm broke, I started saying it's not in the budget right now. Because it's not that I'm broke. It's not that I am, you know, living out of my car or whatever. But just changing those little things makes a big difference. I've never lost any friends because I said, oh, I can't afford to go out right now. I can't go to dinner. I'm saving my money. And the more I started telling my friends about my financial journey, the more they got excited for me. And some started asking for my advice. Again, I'm not a wizard. I don't make a lot of money. I just know how to manage what I've got. And that's the most important thing is having the right mindset and then just managing what you've got, managing it well. You can do way more than you think you can. And I'm not saying you have to even live with nothing nice in your house, not bare walls, not, you know, bathe every five days because you're trying to conserve water, that kind of thing. But 
once you have a goal and the more you engage your budget, the more you look at it, the more you get excited about it. I love the day after payday because I get to pay all my bills. And there's two that I'm about a month ahead on. And I just love doing that because I'm like, I am on my game. It feels great. There's nothing that compares to that. And some people um, are just afraid. They're so afraid of making changes. And I was this way. We don't know what to change or where to start. We're afraid of what other people think. We're afraid of messing it up and making it worse. And because it feels so big, it feels like a monster that you're trying to wrangle it in. And I am telling you, if you do this, that this thing that I'm about to say, if you do this, stop it right now. If you are the person that says, well, I'm already broke, so another 20 bucks doesn't matter. I'm just going to go out and go eat or blah, 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 whatever. I'm just going to buy it. Like, that makes a difference. It's the little things that add up to make a big change. It does matter. And no matter what you think, you can do it. And you can change your financial future. You can. And that sounds like the cheesiest thing maybe that I've ever said in my whole life. But there is hope no matter where you are. You can always grow. I don't care if you're Bill Gates, there's something more that you can do with that money. And it's fun. It's like a game. It's like a riddle, a problem that you can solve. I think one of the tricks of really handling your money well and being financially savvy is just starting something. Find something that works for you and then do that and then build on it. So it doesn't have to be this thing where you go zero to 60 in one week and one pay period and everything's figured out. I'm still making changes. I'm still figuring things out. Like I said, it's a living and breathing thing. It's very much alive. So I tried to use a bunch of different apps and they all really stressed me out. Um, I tried like, I don't even know the names of them. I tried apps. I tried, you know, writing it down. What works for me is I make a spreadsheet and it gives me an idea. Um, and then I track what is, what I anticipate my bills being and then what I actually pay and when I pay them. Some people can really go way deeper into all of that. Um, not me. I don't want to know to the penny. I don't save every single receipt and track every dollar. Once I feel like I have a good handle on the general, you know, movement of money, then maybe I'll pick a goal or something and say, oh, I'm going to track this one area of spending. I'm going to track, you know, my fun money or whatever to see where it's going and how can I better utilize that instead of just going out to eat three days a week because I love going out to eat. Can I get an amen? I love food. But just Google what you can. Everyone has ideas. Pinterest has ideas. I just created my own system after digging into other people's ideas and trying new things. And I kept trying new things until I found something that worked well. And it might take a little bit, but if you stick with it, you can succeed. And money management isn't really that hard. It's the discipline of getting started and the discipline of keeping up with life that's hard. I, like I said, get excited when I get paid, not because it's like mega rain. It's like 
I get to pay my bills and I sleep good at night knowing that I don't owe people money. (laughs) That's a great blessing in my life. Um, And that's not the person I was 10 years ago or 15 years ago. It's wild how things can change. Really, the game changer for me was not being afraid anymore. And it makes me think of like Home Alone when he's like, I'm not afraid anymore. That's how I feel about my money. I look at it. I look at my budget and say, I'm not afraid anymore. I own you. Do what I say. And that made a huge difference. I wanted to talk about very practical resources that are available, and some of these I've used, some of them I haven't, Um, but just to give you an idea of what's out there that literally you can start doing this stuff and doing it for free. The first thing is go to your bank and talk to your banker. Like I said, I talked to Ashley, my banker. I don't even know what her title is. She just sits at a desk in the bank branch, and she's super nice and always smiles, but she made my money less scary. She made it easier for me to save money to get out of debt quicker. So I recommend just going to your bank and seeing what services they have available that you're not taking advantage of. Um, Again, at my bank, I can even talk to a financial planner about my retirement and setting up retirement accounts and all of that. At the end of the day, of course, the bank is selling something, but I'm already a customer. And if they're going to give me that great of customer service, I want to go back. Um, So I meet with Ashley once a quarter and we talk about my money and we set realistic goals and she celebrates with me when I hit those goals. So it's a great resource that probably will cost you nothing and will literally only take one hour out of your entire week. So I definitely recommend that. The second thing that I use is a YouTube channel and it's called The Financial Diet. Basically, this is some young women who are just budget savvy and passionate about not overpaying for life in general. Um, I watch this mostly just to keep me motivated. It also helps me feel like there's somebody else walking with me in this process of like being really um, budget savvy and financially just smart. Some of their things are really, really good. Um, You might find some good tips on how to save money or things to get rid of or things to invest in or whatever. But I recommend it. It definitely keeps me motivated. Um, And then you could also look into Dave Ramsey is a huge name in financial, the financial world. I admit I did get started on Dave Ramsey, but it was almost too much for me. This was years and years ago. But He's got some really great points and some of his his things I've adopted into my own life. So again, if you don't like it, don't do it, but find what works and then use it and then tweak it and then use it some more. Other than that, um, I would recommend just finding a budget software or something that you can use if that works for you. Like I said, I use a Google spreadsheet um, and that works for me. That's enough. That's all I need. Um, However, you can find things like uh, Bank of America. They have like a budget tracker in the online tools and I think in the app on the mobile. Um, You can use Mint or You Need a Budget. Those are all very highly rated tools. I don't use any of them because it's not what works for me. Again, it's all about finding what works and then using it and disciplining yourself to stay motivated. So I hope some of this has been helpful or at least has motivated you, especially at the beginning of the year, to take a look at your budget and tell your money who's boss 
You are. You're the boss of your money. Tell your money. Tell your money. I said so. Look at your money. Look at your budget. Get involved with it and roll up your sleeves and just get after it. Set a goal that feels good to you and then do it. There are plenty of people that want you to succeed and want to be involved on your journey. So don't be afraid of it. Don't compare yourself to other people and just do it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. OMG. Wow. It's 2019. I can't believe that I got a podcast and that people want to listen to me talk. What a time to be live, people. Uh, If you need me, I'll be probably sipping a LaCroix unflavored. That's how I like it. Uh, Follow me on Instagram and social at andgracefills, please. Um, If you like this podcast or this content, please rate it, review it, share it with your friends, and give them some high fives. Um, And lastly, there will be a giveaway on Instagram coming up soon. So you want to make sure that you're followed and uh, keeping up with all that uh, saucy social media. Stay classy and go kick your budget in the face.